Welcome to So This is Holland, an unexpected trip to special needs parenting, hosted by Michelle Finn and Donna Sandoval, fellow special needs moms, keeping it real and providing a place for you to listen in and say, oh my gosh, me too. Hello and welcome back to So This is Holland. Today, Michelle and I thought we would talk about gratitude. I have a sign over my kitchen sink that says gratitude makes what you have enough. And I think so often we get in a place of victim mentality. I mean, and we are, we do have a lot on our plates and it is very easy to go down the rabbit hole of negative thoughts. Um, But I have found in my experience that gratitude is a really powerful practice. Um, So Michelle, I love your idea of gratitude. Welcome on. Hey. (laughs) So how's your week so far? My week is bananas. It's just nonstop. I am getting ready to go camping this weekend. And then we are gearing up for moving because we're painting the following weekend, painting the new house, patching, getting stuff ready. And then I have housekeepers coming to the new place, carpet cleaners. And then the following weekend we move in. So everything is like bananas from this moment on until we're officially in our new place. (laughs) That's so exciting. It is, but I told, I like, I was telling you, I'm so tired just from overwhelm, but I think that I need to keep in perspective that gratitude, like look how blessed we are that we're getting ready to move to this dream property that we have dreamt of like this actual property and getting the opportunity to do it. So yes, it's going to be, have difficulties. We're dealing with transitions and difficulties with James behaviors But I try to keep in perspective, like all the good things happening in my life. And that really helps me keep swimming right now. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I mean, there's actually scientific studies done on this, that people that are practice gratitude and practice what they're thankful for daily tend to be happier in life because they can pick out those good things. Even during a storm, they can say, look at everything going on, but I still have this, right? Yeah. So there are actually studies done about gratitude and you hear it with mindfulness coaches and um, and psychologists and counselors, like let's practice gratitude today. Yeah, no, it's definitely something that I don't think I had in the past when I was younger. Um, I think that seeing the way that life has worked out with James has really given me perspective of gratitude because I look back at some of the hardest moments that I've gone through and I'm thankful that I've gone through them. So now I try to remember to be thankful when I'm going through them, because I know on the other side, I'm going to look back and go, Oh my gosh, look at what, look what happened through that hard moment. So it's shifting your perspective of what is happening to you. It's, it's not happening to you. <laughs> like I, what's the, I, I guess it is happening, Sometimes it is happening to you, but happening for you. Yeah. It's happening for you, not to you. And I truly bring, I, I get peace in the knowledge of like find joy in your struggles because it is making you stronger. It's going to give you new perseverance for things that are to come. And by, by taking that on and looking at like, I, like I've said in past episodes, I find when, when I'm in a really hard spot, I'm thankful that I have this platform because I get to share it and I feel that I can help somebody else. So I am giving gratitude for this issue because I'm able to help someone else through my struggles and trials. 
Yes. Now I know like looking back at one of the hardest times in our life was when Joshua broke his hips. I call it the bone breaking seizure. And when that happened, I didn't think life could get worse, right? Here's my son struggling. And then I broke. Here I am broken. Josh is struggling. How are we ever going to survive? And out of that, out of that fear and, and even the health issues that I was going through that I wanted to fix all of this, it took a long time to get there. But out of all of that, I now have a career. I have new friends. I have a more positive outlook on life. I expect people to treat me with respect, which I didn't do that before. So yes, that time in our lives was really hard. And I would not want to go through that again because I wouldn't want Joshua to go through that again. Right, right. But I'm so grateful that we went through it because our lives changed because of it. We, yeah. I had to reevaluate and say, once I broke and say, hey, something's not working here. What is it? Yeah. And that was part of my like first like gratitude. Like I, I remember reading a book and I don't remember what it was now. It's been years ago, but they were talking about just how to like view life and how to take the negative and turn it into a positive or how to stop looking or thinking about what other people are saying to you Mm -hmm. as negative. Because when we have a mindset, that's another thing that we do. When we have this mindset of negative, like everything is bad, everything is bad. You see it all. You see bad, even when people don't mean it. I mean, I had somebody messaged me one time. I had said something about, um, um, I had said something about, I, I, it, was, it was some kind of post. And I was going back and forth and it was a friend and it wasn't, it wasn't, I thought it was like a fun debate. It wasn't anything serious. And I said, okay, you know what? You need to win this one. So I'm going to let you go with it. And this, this guy came back to me and said, this is what you meant by that. And I go, oh my gosh, no, that's not what I meant by that. And he said, no, I know what you meant. You might not know what you meant by it, but I know what you meant. And he was in a really bad place. And there's facts. (laughs) But but that was his perception is the thing is what I'm saying. I guess that I'm taking the long way around it. Yeah. But that was his thing. Like, and he was in a really dark place. I found out later that he was in a really dark place. That comment had nothing to do with me, but everything in his life he was seeing as negative at that point. Everything that he said or people did, he thought was an attack. Where honestly, I've known him since God, we were like 13 years old. And we've never fought before. We've never had a bad word to say to each other. So what I thought was fun banter was actually because he was in such a dark place, ended up being negative. My point in saying that is the way that we perceive things really has an effect on our mental health, our physical health, everything that happens to us. And it puts us in such a dark place. And that's why practicing gratitude and choosing joy and just, and look, sometimes things suck. So you might have your gratitude for the day might be, I got to pee without my child coming into the bathroom, right? It doesn't have to be this huge, like, I got to work out today. I got my healthy nutrition in. I, you know, got so much work accomplished. It doesn't have to be that. It can just be like, I peed today. No, there's always something to be grateful for. I mean, you woke up, be grateful that you woke up. Like, and, and we, and when we talked about doing this episode, I said, we did, there's definitely a difference between gratitude and toxic positivity. Yes. Our lives are hard and it is okay to admit the hard and to feel 
are feels. But if you just get stuck in this place and all you're seeing is the negative things that are happening in your life, your brain will be trained to find all the negative things. So when we say gratitude, pra practice gratitude, um, or gratitude, gratitude practice. What do we say? Anyways, either practice way, gratitude. It, but it like matter. make an, an actual effort to create a routine in your part of your day, maybe two minutes to jot down three to five things that you're grateful for each morning and start your day with that. Like there is so much power in that because your brain will start to start looking for things that are good. And when your brain is seeing all these things good, imagine the different way you're going to approach your day. Imagine the different mental state you'll be in, the physical state, because you're coming from a higher energy place than a low energy place. And it does take being intentional and intentional effort. That's why it is a practice. And it will get easier to see those things because you're seeing them all day long and it will become easier to make that list of three. Just like um, there's that book that by Mel Robbins and she says, like, look for a heart, just be intentional and try to find a heart. And then all of a sudden you're finding hearts all over yeah. the place because your brain has been trained. So why train it? Most of us are, especially right now and everything going on, everything on the news, everything on social media, we are bombarded with just negative crap that, I mean, it feels like our world is crumbling down around us. And if we allow it to, we're going to prove our mind will prove that that is yeah, actually happening to us. So we need to be very intentional about controlling those thoughts and really looking for the good that is in our life because there's always bad. There's always bad to be found, but there's just the same. There's, there's always, always good to be found. You know what I love about that? Because I had a laugh when you said, jot it down in the morning. I am the complete opposite. Imagine or at that. night. <laughs> yeah, I, I jot it down at night. So, and I, and you're absolutely right. You know, jotting it down in the morning will set your mindset in the right place. Jotting it down at night clears your mind so you can get a more peaceful sleep because yeah. that's what I do is I sit down I have this little yellow journal and I write the things that I am thankful for and honestly there are days that I'm struggling and it is like well like yesterday was one of my struggles right and I said we had this storm and knocked out like part of the electricity in my house and I'm like it wasn't a big deal though. It ended up just being a switch that needed flipped and we were good to go. And so, so then you were thankful that it was an easy fix and not a big, yes, fix. absolutely. So I, instead of being like, I can't believe this happened, this lightning hit, I mean, the lightning hit near our house where you could actually smell like the singe of burning when you walked out of the house. Scary. I live, I call my house with a tree house. I'm glad you decided not to skate with the wheelchair in that weather. Yeah, <laughs> I was, I was so bummed though. Cause I've, I was, and that's another thing. Okay. So like, we're talking about practicing gratitude, but find something that makes you happy. So when we do that, and it can be a little something, one of the things, and I think I mentioned this before, but one of the things I was either reading and, or I heard it somewhere where they're like, somebody said, what did you do as a child that made you happy? Go back to doing that because so often when we think of that, we think of childish things, right? Well, we don't want to do that because that's what we do when we we're kids. We're grown ups now. But, and that's why I bought the skates. I'm like, one of the things I loved the most, I looked forward to my Friday and Saturday nights at Starland Skating Rink, you know, like that and acting. So that's why I do a podcast because I'm a performer that's at heart. It. <laughs> that's it. But it makes you giggle, right? Like yeah. to think about what you enjoyed as a child and you're doing it now. 
of course it's different. You don't have a child mentality, but you can have a child's heart. You can have that joy and that pure innocence and just have fun. When I got those roller skates, because my skates even light up, guys, the wheels light up. (laughs) Those are the simple joys. And be thankful. I am grateful for light up skates because it made me happy today. It did. I skated around my house before I get them dirty from outside. I have wood floors. So I skated all around my house and I giggled the entire time. Because it was just so ridiculous. I'm okay, like, just- I have a simple one. I just got a new phone case and glitter makes me happy. And I got this like Aww. glitter phone case. And my husband's like, why are you messing with it? I'm like, because it makes me happy. I love it. Like I'm driving and I'm just like turning it around because it like, it's like a, what, what, like a lava lamp kind of where it moves yeah, on the yeah, back yeah. And all the same. <laughs> and I'm just like, ah, it's so glitter makes me happy. Simple, very simple things. That's it. It's silly. I mean, I love to write with different colored markers. I, how many, how many of you, I think this is a problem with a lot of us. And I tried to buy pens and think I was going to be that person. I'm not that person. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I'm addicted to it. Like I could go into an office supply store and I'm just in heaven with different notebooks and different colored markers and gel pens. And, and I do, when I take notes and I write for like whatever it is I'm doing, you know, I write blogs and I do this and I do that or just notes. I literally will take my color pens and I will change them throughout the writing. Like it's so high school and it's so fun. I love it though. And I I did get some really great pens. The problem is I hate writing because I I have the worst penmanship. I look like a serial killer, like kindergartner. Like I don't even know what's happening. <laughs> I can barely read my own stuff, but I did enjoy it when I was really good on my routine, which I'm, I'm going to get back to that place that every morning I would do time blocking and schedule my stuff and my different types of like, whether it was work stuff, whether it was family stuff, whether it was personal stuff had different colors. So I could kind of see where I was seeing doing my time. And I really love that. I enjoyed that, the organizational aspect, aspect of it. But I am not like a doodler, like, oh, pretty. But I oh, love I'm the thought of it. I wish. <laughs> when I was when I was in middle school, I went to this private school and they had art class. But my handwriting was so atrocious that they made me stay behind. I wasn't allowed to take art class and I had to take handwriting class. So for like <laughs> six months, I had to sit and take this handwriting class. And I finally graduated and could take art class. And then I sucked at art. <laughs> I really, I'm an awful artist. Like I cannot draw worth and anything. And my family, my sister and my mom are like super talented. My mom used to get paid to do murals on the like doctor's wow. offices. And I'm just, I did not get any of that. I'm like, I'm so hell? envious of that talent. I'm so envious of that. I draw all the time, but nobody, I mean, it really does look like a three-year-old's drawing. Oh, yeah. it does no, not- I know how to make a dog out of circles that I learned when I was like in third grade and I still doodle that dog. Like that's all I, I know. Like a 3D box. That's <laughs> <laughs> my people are even like stick figure people, but that's the thing. It's like, I just listen to us laughing just from talking about yeah. the simple things in life. It doesn't and have to be big things. That's what we're no, getting at. It's just appreciating what you have, what you enjoy and embracing it. And don't let people make you feel ridiculous for it. Yeah, me being 47 years old, rolling around with light up skates. I'm going to be one of those people that somebody talks about like, oh my God. It's freaking awesome. I love it. (laughs) I don't care because it's like, it's fun. And think about what what you were like as a child. What made your heart sing? What made you happy? And 
our lives really are stressful They're heavy. when we can grab a hold of that little bit of joy every day it will reduce your your anxiety it'll reduce your stress and it will help you get to the next day without completely breaking down and crying because you know we've all had those moments oh, of just losing our mind and not knowing what's next i do that like and being part being present is also a big one with this mm -hmm. because we look so forward into the future i mean i'm doing coaching right now for myself and that's one of the hardest things that i'm dealing with right now is my coach is like be present yeah you keep going forward and your brain is going in a million different directions yeah. and you're not able to just relax and be present. Mm -hmm. And it's true. So it's something that I'm really working on is being present, having fun, being grateful for the things I have instead of thinking, oh my God, this is what our lives look like now. This is what I have to do. This is where we have to go. We have to move here. We got to do this. We got to do because yeah. That's what our brains normally do, right? 100%. Oh, it's trying to protect us, but it's, it's a yeah. pitch of a brain. I mean, it's smart, but it's, that's why it's so powerful to get your brain in the practice of finding finding the good, even in bad situations, because I think that, I mean, bad things are going to happen. We're going to have hard times, but if you're trained to see the good in a bad situation, when a bad thing happens, you're able to approach it from a place of knowing that it's going to be okay. We will work this out and there will be some rainbow at the end of this freaking storm. Somehow, some way you will get there and you will believe it because you've trained yourself to look for that in the current circumstances that you were present in, that you were intentional in, that you took stock of what was going on on your daily and you found the good in the hard seasons of life that when hard seasons happen, you're more, you're, you're ready for it. You're, you come at it with a much lighter, more positive perspective perspective. It also helps because you're not constantly in fight and flight. Yeah. So when those hard things hit, your body has a little bit more reserve there to be like, yeah. I got this, I got this, right? Because if you're constantly, and that's what happened to me, when you're constantly in fight and flight, it's going to attack your body. Um, one of the things I was talking to Donna about, and it was one of the reasons that we wanted to do this is on, on um, my special mom's world page, I, I put out there like, what are you struggling with? Because I truly care about what people are struggling with. Also, like where our society is breaking, where our community needs help. But then I put out stuff like, what went well for you today? What are you really happy about? And when I do the struggling one, I get hundreds of responses. But when I do the what went well for you, I get two responses. I get only a couple responses. And when I say a couple, like under 10 responses, and what went well for you, the ma majority of the people tell me what went well for their children, not what went well for them, What not what was good for them. And that is another mindset that we kind of have to adjust is it's not always about our kids. We are people too. A hundred percent. I think I love that. And I mean, that's in everything like people, are, what are your goals? And we, we have all of these goals for our kids have goals for yourself, things yeah. that are going great for you. It's not just things that are going great for you, your kid, it's you, like you, you are your own person. And I think so often we've talked about this before you get that special needs diagnosis and you 
disappear. Everything goes to your kid. And there is a season of that because you're like in survival, you're trying to figure it all out, but there's a time to take yourself back. Like you, you have to find who you are and be present in your own feelings and your own thoughts and your own excitements and your own goals and your own fears and your own gratitude to be really be present and live this life that you were put on earth to live. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> no, I agree with that. Like that just gets me like pumped up because so often we are lost. So this is your, this is your challenge for the week. Find something that makes your heart sing. Find something that you can be silly about that will make you laugh and do it. It could be, um, I, I did this just popped into my head. My stepdaughter and I used to, I used to draw on my chin and I would hang upside down. Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like and what? <laughs> so do something silly. Do something like that is not your norm. Break out of that habit. And every night or every morning, whichever your personality is, wake up and write at least three things you're grateful for. It could be, I woke up, I peed without a child. I got to take a shower today. I got to take a couple breaths. Whatever it is, write it down, wake up and be like, I got this today. I'm good. That is your challenge for this week. I want you to do something silly and I want you to write down what you're thankful and grateful for. I love that. Also, when with this airs, go to our Facebook page, the So This Is Holland, if you're part of that community, if not join, and we will do a post and I would love everyone to share something that they are grateful for. Oh, yeah, the time to let's have a gratitude filled post that is just all positive. So until then, we'll see you later. Thank you for listening. If you would like to hang out with us and be a guest on our show, you can go over to our Instagram page. So this is Holland podcast. Go to our bio and there'll be an application there. You can also find Donna at Determined Donna on Instagram. Or you can find Michelle at Michelle Finn Coaching on Instagram. Have a great day.